everybody. It's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Rama S, Ari Rockefeller, Mako-chan, and Sailor Flair. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number... 96. We are that podcast that talks about anime, cons, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I am Mecha Chan. And. Any day now. Any day now. What? I decided to let the, um, the intro music play all the way out. Oh. I didn't realize until when you're not talking that that ending is a lot longer than it should be. Uh. So welcome back from holiday break, everybody. Hey, hey, yay! Damn, you make it sound like as if everyone had a shitty holiday break. Nah. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, anywho. Well, since you complained the most, Mako-chan, how was your week, how was your day, and how was your vacation? Um, work. Work sucked. Vacation was... Okay. That's... Yeah, that's that's about it. <laughs> okay. You, Ari? Uh, uh, just the usual stuff with work and uh, my trip to magfest awesome we'll have to we'll definitely have to talk about that on next week's on podcast that's when we'll cover magfest and katori Con. okay that yeah, works yeah. as for me vacation was per normal we have a new roommate moving in some of his stuff's already here but i haven't seen him in the last couple of days but as long as the rent's paid i don't care and during this break i took the opportunity to take my butt back to school Yay. Thank you. Thank Good you. for you. Thanks. Thanks. The way things are going, two semesters and I am done. Awesome. Yeah. They were going to give me, I'll give you the quick, quick rundown through this. So they give me my classes and I'm looking at it and I'm like, I know I've taken a couple of these classes already. So I just pop into the school, you know, since I'm in the area to see about my transcript. They're still processing stuff. And then come to find out that um, what had happened was they um, misaligned, um, not misaligned, but they gave me the wrong accreditation for certain subjects. So pretty, so pretty much my networking essentials, they list as networking security essentials instead of networking fundamentals. I had to go, I had to go speak to the dean about it. Uh, and, she, and she pretty much said, as long as the, the course descriptions are the same, you'll get the credit for it. Because I'm like, when I went to speak to the person about my uh, transcript, I've taken this class already. The only difference is the revision of the textbook. I mean, yeah. Hold on for one second. I am actually going to grab the textbook. Yeah. The only difference is the, is the additions. Like, when I first took the course, it was a second edition. When, I went to, when they gave it to me, it was sixth edition. I'm like... It's the same. I know the books are different for uh, to keep up to date, but the fact of the matter is, I still took the, te- the course, and I think there is an issue with my speech and business communications. I'm going to double check on that. So, because if that's the same thing, I'm going to talk to the dean about about getting a credit for that too. So, and who knows? I might be able to take less. 
That'd be cool. Yeah, because I need um, I think I need sixty-one credits to graduate. So I'm at the point where I have I already have thirty between both schools, and I'm carrying twelve now and eighteen on the next. And since the majority of my classes are tech-based, I am quite happy. That's cool. Yeah, the only thing that kind of sucked was that they gave me 600 bucks for books, and my book total came much higher. And I'm quite thankful that my math textbook, which they're selling for 250 bucks at the bookstore, um, Amazon had online for $115. That's cool. But there's an ebook version available. Free. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, college textbooks were a racket the first time I went to school too. Yeah, I mean it would be nice. With honestly, what they should do, if you want the option to get your books somewhere else, they should give you some type of like, not a voucher, but like a debit card, or something like that. Where you know, like a pay card, where you can just go. Well, here's your six hundred dollars. You go buy your books. Simple as that. Hell, if it was cheaper to rent the textbook, I would have done that because I plan on selling the textbook regardless. And I was this close of contacting Fanboy asking if he had a copy of the Trig book in his house somewhere. <laughs> as many math textbooks he had he was living here would not surprise me in the least. Uh, anywho, um, uh, okay, we did our recap. Um, let's see, any sw- uh, sweeping um, more episode 96, which means episode 100 is right around the corner, which means well, one or two months. Um, actually, four weeks away. Episode one hundred will be the week of Valentine's Day. Oh, I think, goody! Yes, I think that's what we should invoke the alcohols for that. Just a shot. Uh, yeah, I have a gentleman Jack bottle that uh, I like. Took one shot of during Magfest, and mm. I still have the entire rest of it. Yep. Or I should call it a single awareness day. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, let's see, I, I, still have, I have a couple things planned for that. Um, once episode 100 rolls around, we have another surprise in store. If you listen to OLR, I, I may have, I probably already said it, but if you missed it, oh well. I'm not going to repeat myself again. Oh. Hey, it is what it is. So, this episode is our 2012 review in 2013. Because think about it. Other podcasts and other TV shows and so forth are doing the 2012 reviews in December. Granted, it's the last month of the year, but you never know. Last minute stuff could just pop right up. And it probably won't get mentioned until 2013, if that. So, you know, this is how we do it. First episode back of 2013, we talk about 2012. So, this episode, we're going to discuss best worst uh, convention, best worst anime video game, music. And what we're going to do is this. It's not going to, when it comes to the anime and the video games, we won't go with what came out that year, but what we played, pretty much. Sounds good to me. Yeah, because, I mean, just because the game came out in 2010 and you just got your hands on it two years later, that could have been your game, you know? Uh-huh. So... Uh-huh. And so we're going to break out the popcorn, get some chilled sodas, and when we get back, we're going to jump right into it.
片隅いつも不安で震えてた本当を知ることが怖くて扉を閉じた優しい嘘に居場所を見つけて夢の中に逃げ込んだ誰も知らない孤独の海を深い青に染めてく寂しさが進む
しない未来広がるこの空新しい自分に生まれ変わる世界中幸せの勇気を降らせてみせるよ
If you enjoy independent podcasts and would like to support them, check out some of our independent podcasting friends. Check out Orange Lounge Radio at orangeloungeradio.com where they discuss video games, gamer culture, and gamer lifestyle with Sky, Dark Soccer, and Loki. Listen live Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on vognetwork.com. And right before them is the Bobby Blackwolf Show at 8 p.m. Eastern and 5 p.m. Pacific. Video games and gamer talk at bobbyblackwolf.com. If Warcraft is your taste, listen to Horde House with Sky and Exifer weekly at whorehouse.com. If you want more of a female perspective of what we do here on Anime Jam Session, listen to Electric Sisterhood with Ninja Sister and Pandalicious at electricsisterhood.com with new shows every week. If you prefer geek, pop culture, and sci-fi, check out popculture.net and the Geek Culture Network. And also check out the Brooklyn Otaku, a brand new anime podcast, Friends of Ours. You can find them at facebook.com slash thebrooklynotaku. Well now, looks like we have a bit of breaking news going down. Oh, and what would that be? Well, it seems that from time to time, some of our favorite animes from the past do come back as a new series or as a third season or something like that. Well, this kind of this kind of popped up on my radar just recently as I begin to play the opening theme. And I think a certain host on this show should be getting quite giddy about it if she knows it. Wait a minute, what? Ghost in the Shell Arise Anime to launch in 2013. Who the hell bought it? The February issue of Kodansha's monthly young magazine is announcing on Wednesday that Ghost in the Shell Arise Anime will launch this year. Kazuka, Kazuchika Kise will serve as the chief and To Ubukata is supervising and writing the series scripts. One update here, according to IEEE 802.11 Monthly Young Magazine, also revealed Cornelius as the composer and the piece of the visual art for the main character, Motoka Kusanagi. Another update, director Kenji Kamiyama confirmed that he is not involved in the project. And there's another update here, that Production IG has launched an official website for the new anime, as well as a Twitter and Facebook account. Production IG has also released a full image of the main character, Motoko Kusanagi, and exclusively in our um, studio chat, here is a picture of the Major. And she looks quite the badass. Like, she is going to fuck somebody's shit up. Wait, must see. Must see. More modestly dressed than what I'm used to, but then again, I'm more used to a standalone complex, mm. that design. The website confirms that the staff information and announces that a Ghost in the Shell Arise production presentation will be streamed live worldwide February 12th at 9 p.m., which is 7 a.m. our time on Nico Nico, Bandai Channel, and YouTube. The event itself will be held at the Nico Far Event Hall in Tokyo. A Ghost in the Shell Arise production commemoration special night event will also be held at the Toho Cinema in Roppongi Hills on February 12th from 6 to 10 Tickets will go on sale January 16th and will cost 2,000 yen, which is about $22.50. The event will screen Standalone Complex Laughing Man compilation, Ghost in the Shell 2.0, and Standalone Complex Solid State Society 3D films. 
Additionally, the event will host a 60-minute live viewing event for Ghost in Shell Arise, which will include announcements, clips from the new anime, and a talk show featuring staff and other special guests. But, 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 it's Bandai. Okay. How is it coming to the U.S.? Simple. Funimation. Or actually... No, no, seriously. How is it coming to the U.S.? Simple. Bandai still owns it. Simple. Manga Entertainment. They brought... Didn't they bring the first two over? Bandai. Bandai brought the first two over. No. No. Manga Entertainment released the first season here in the U.S. I had the box... I don't know. I had the box set sitting here and it says manga on it, you know? Manga Entertainment? let's Let's even go to the wiki. I think it might have broken Mako-chan's brain a little bit. Did we always? That's part of the job here. Is to break each other's brains. Producer, licensor, and distributor of Japanese animation. Ghost in the Shell, Street Fighter, Highlander. So do they still? Ah. Uh... Okay, standalone complex. Um, it was licensed in the U.S. and Canada by Bandai. U.K. was Manga Entertainment, but for some reason, I think it was a joint venture between the two because Manga's name is on the box. Now, second gig. It was. Let's see. It's interesting. Second gig, it says uh, Cartoon Network. But that's just for the English network, but it doesn't say who put it out. It doesn't have who licensed it. That's quite interesting. It co-produces Ghost in the Shell. That's what the wiki says, at least. Hmm. This has me very, very happy. See, there it is. Manga Entertainment owns distribution rights in North America and Europe. So what's going to happen is when the third season comes over, um, most likely whoever Bandai licensed for the studio, which was probably Bang Zoom, is probably going to be all of Manga Entertainment who's going to handle that. Oh, this makes me very, very happy. I'm glad it does. Feel better now? I'm still tired, but yes. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. Let's get that out of here. Let's get that out of here. All right. Why is there a message for me? Whoever you are, you can wait. Uh, All 
All right. Now, let's get into our year in review. As the book says, what was that? I was on the Vogue site, and I clicked on the wrong section. I went to go back to the message board index, and I went to the main page. Uh, whatever that was, that sounded pretty cool. Yeah, it was some techno remix of something. I was only on it for like a couple seconds. Mm. So, 2012. Best of times. Worst of times. It was a good year. It was a bad year. Depends on your take. Now, let's start with... I figure we're going to do a... We're going to cover the majority. will probably be conventions. That's what we mostly did. Mm-hmm. Let's start with the anime that we watched of 2012. What we liked, and if there was something that we didn't like. Alright, Ari, what did you watch in 2012? Uh, truth be told, I, for whatever myriad reasons, I didn't end up watching a whole lot. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, I know I have a, I had a couple of DVDs that, that, I, were, that I ended up picking up at either through various conventions or... You know, through friends who sent it to me, but mm-hmm. that's about it. Well, if, well, okay. So for twenty twelve, is there something you wanted? You would have wished you had gotten around to watching. Uh, trying to think here. Um, I know if I had stayed up later or paid more attention to what was on Cartoon Network, I would have probably stick around more to uh, the Adult Swim, the Toonami lineup. Mm. I know I'd got like halfway through Catcher and Sins and uh, I was about the end of it. Gotcha. Okay. Alright. Marco John, what about you? Um, let's see. I watched Catcher and Sins. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dead Man Wonderland. Okay. Oh yeah, I remember that one too. That was fun. Um, I rewatched Sailor Moon. All of it. Mm-hmm. I watched the uh, second season of Black Butler. Um, trying to think what else I've watched. I can't really. What about that one we all critiqued that was based on the uh, console wars? Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Oh, yeah. yeah that episode is supposed to be coming out soon. Yeah, we have definitely got to read up on that. I like that one. That was fun. Well, there you go. There's your one. I'm pretty sure the uh, writers are like had Genesis's or Mega Drives growing up, whatever they call them in Japan. Uh, in Japan and in in Japan and Europe, it was the Mega Drive. Here, it was the Genesis. Yeah. Truth be told, I wish we had gotten the, the Super Famicom here instead <laughs> of the um what the current design is because that the Super Famicom design was pretty cool. If I'm not mistaken, that design, I think it went over to the UK, or the UK got the Super NES design, but with the Super Famicom uh, controller colors and stuff. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I remember the face buttons being red, yellow, green, and blue, instead of two different shades of purple, was it? Yeah, purple and blue. Yeah. Like if you pop open the controller, you'll see, like, I think you'll see the, 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 the notation for red, green, yellow, blue. I'm actually thinking mm-hmm. about see about my hands on a Super Famicom controller just because. Yeah, plus, I'm not sure if it was the same for the SNES, but mm-hmm. the NES and the Famicom were different on the inside, too. The Famicom mm-hmm. had 
bunch of different chips that the NES didn't have. Like, yeah, the Japanese version of say Contra and Castlevania Three are much different than their. It was a certain mu- chipset. Yeah, ah, uh, music synthesizer chip. Yep, and the controller was different. If you, I remember having well, this controller by Hudson Soul called the Joy Card, it had turbo control, turbo button, turbo switches on it, and a hookup for stereo sound. The, the design of that was pretty much the, the Famicom control design because it was just like that, except that it was wired in and you still had the turbo switches on it. That was pretty cool. Did you ever Episode play with the two? Is out. Ooh, sweet. You know where to send. You know where to send the link. Did yep. you ever play with the SNES NES controller? The which one? When they redesigned the SNES, the NES to be. A oh top yeah, yeah, loader. yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. My sister actually has a top loader. All right, we'll have to watch that sometime. All right. Now, as for me, I what's see, I I'm see, I'm more into the Super Sentai, but I never finished watching Go Busters. I don't know. I guess it just didn't keep me entertained. But I have to watch that before I watch the new series. But towards the end of the year, I started to. I actually sat down and started watching on um, Sailor Moon. Believe it or not, I have never seen any of the episodes on Fansub. I may have seen bits and pieces, but not an episode from start to finish. Currently on a break because I'm I'm like halfway through S. Uh, hopefully this weekend I can finish up all of S. And so far I'm enjoying what I've been watching. It's, uh, something else. Yeah, I had a lot of fun watching it. Mm-hmm. Do you have them on like a disc or on your computer? On my computer. I got them off of uh, Sailor Moon Center. Sailor Moon Center, that, that yep. one's called? Mm-hmm. If you're going to go grab the R, the S, and the Super S um, rips, get the R, the, the R2 discs, because that's when they, because the, the R2 ones, they have their own fan subbing and so forth. The region, the R11 has just a straightforward Pioneer uh, subtitling and stuff. Nothing fancy. But I had to go into, P, into the PS3 um PS3 server uh, software. I had to go in and change it to the Japanese language as as the default instead of English as the first default. Because when I got the S, I'm like, why is your dub? My God, why does Serena sound like this? <gasps> Instant spaz attack. You wasn't kidding about that accent, Mako John. You were not kidding. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, I remember. I remember at one point, I think Serena got a different voice actor, and she Actually, had like some like weird inflections in her voice. Yeah, there was three. Um, Terry Hawks didn't come back for S and Super S because she she was on maternity leave, so they got somebody else. You could definitely tell the difference. Definitely. All right. I could have sworn I watched more anime. Well, I did watch Panty and Stocky in 2012. That was also a good one. I can't think of anything that I watched was bad. But it is what it is. Now, let's get on to video games. I know we played a lot of games in 2012. And I know Mm -hmm. a few of us played current games that came out. So, Ari, since you're our game reviewer... What what was your, like your your good picks for 2012? Let's see. Let me double check what I was reviewing. Mm-hmm. 
I reviewed a bunch of good ones. Yep. I even put on. I even put a little form uh, thread on the forum saying, "What do you want me to review?" Because I don't want to just review good stuff. Right. <clears throat> but uh, I think Double Dragon Neon was the most fun I've had playing. I think we can all agree about that one. And uh, Lollipop Chainsaw, which I know you just got into. Yeah. yeah did did you rent or buy that one? I bought it. Oh, okay. And uh, Street Fighter X Tekken, I was a little on the fence about. Did you buy that one or rent it? I bought it. All right, I may. I, to... I don't like renting or uh, okay. using like GameFly or oh, stuff okay. like that. Cause I thought you were using Redbox or something like that, or um, something like that. No. I also picked up for Christmas Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time 3D for my 3DS. Oh, okay. Which I just beat and unlocked the Master Quest, which alters the layout of. Of the dungeons, some makes them harder, some makes them easier, but... It's sort of like, um, Zelda, the second quest in Zelda 1. Kinda. Yeah. But, uh, the real, like, jarring moments when you get inside the third dungeon is... Mm-hmm. You know, like, Jabu Jabu's belly, and you find cow, living cows sticking out of the wall. Gee. Yeah. Drunk programmers are drunk. Well, the <laughs> cow heads are, uh, switches. You shoot them with your slingshot to, uh, open doors make chests appear, that sort of stuff. Oh, okay. So, was yeah, it... Th- I'm going. I, yeah, but still, I think my favorite one was, a uh, was aside from, you know, from, uh, DS, uh, downloaded games, like, uh, some board games to play, but, but I gotta go with Double Dragon Neon as my favorite of 2012. Is there one that would be, like, uh, that's your least, uh, favorite? Hmm. The least of uh, it would be more default than anything, but uh, I wasn't too thrilled with Street Fighter X Tekken. Well, I I don't I don't think a lot of people were impressed by Street Fighter Cross Tekken. Yeah, I keep forgetting it's cross. Yeah. <laughs> but like I said, hopefully they'll fix all the mistakes for a Tekken Cross Street Fighter, and things will be better. Okay. I can only hope. I know things like bad box art Mega Man as a character and DLC and DLC already loaded onto the game disc mm-hmm. when you had to pay to unlock it. That really soured things for people. But they all do that, you know. But yeah, that's it for me game wise. All right, you Mako John. Um, I actually played a lot of stuff that's already been out. Okay. I can't even I can't even think of a game that I, I actually played that really came out this year. Okay. Um But yeah, I went through uh let's see. I started going through um I can't even think of, like, a real legit game Mm -hmm. that I played. Um, let's see. Uh, played through Kingdom Hearts a little bit. Which one? The first one. 
That's cool. And then I was playing through um, Birth by Sleep. Do you have a 3DS? No. Uh, so you haven't played Dream Drop Distance yet? No. Hmm. No, I'm. I was so busy with the move, and then most of my time out of work at the beginning of the year, I spent reading or playing Kingdom Hearts. Um, a lot of rock bands which is just kind of fun crap. Um, yeah, I can't really think of anything exciting that I played. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't think of anything really exciting. I played a lot of games last year, as in 2011, but I can't really think of much exciting crap that I played this year. Okay. Let's see. My top picks for 2012, well, of course, was New Super Mario Brothers 2. That that was great. It just felt a little short. Because two of the eight worlds are hidden? Well, yeah. I'm so used to running through, eight, going through practically eight levels or usually six out of eight instead of four out of six, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I've been mostly been playing games on my Android tablet, like mostly puzzle games. Like I've been addicted to something called, uh, I think it's called bubble pop saga. Something I can't remember. It's something like bust. It's like bust a move slash puzzle bobble. That was a good one. Um, I've been playing a lot of saints row in 2012, which is also fun. Started a little bit on FF13. Uh, Put that back. <laughs> no, it was just because uh, I was on I was unemployed. So I was like, let me give myself something to do. And I would say the one game I was not really imp- I was not really impressed by would have to be NCIS for the 3DS. Well, to be fair, it's a licensed game. Yeah, but it was just too much point and click for me. I was expecting a little bit more out of it. But then again, it is Ubisoft, so I shouldn't be surprised. They're going to put all their best talents for um, Assassin's Creed. You know. Oh, that I played too. Mm. How? There's a copy of it on my shelf. I still have yet to touch it. And apparently yeah, there's... Yeah, the copy some... I gave you. Yeah, <laughs> still have yet to touch it. And there's some DLC I saw on the GameStop the other day. It said... the. T- like, all like you know, posters for it. It's, it showed George Washington on a on a throne with the American flag draped over the back and wearing a crown. It says something like the the tyranny of King Washington. I'm like, wait, what? Leave it to the French to fuck it all up. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm just trying to uh, piece that together. Like, where, where could that come from? I don't think I want to know. Yeah, like, where are they going with that? (sighs) Yeah. Alright, so... Video games we've covered. Anime we've covered. Alright. Cosplay, anyone? 
I mean, pe- like special cosplays we've yeah, seen, or yeah, anything that kind of just popped that just pops right out of out of your head. That 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 was like really good. Let's see, cosplay. Uh, the Otakon when I met Juwari, who was cosplaying as from someone from a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Mm-hmm. That's good. And That's let's pretty cool. See. I have all my pictures here. I just gotta. Go through them and see anything I like. I, you know, have a p- couple of the. Uh, some people have like anime tattoos. Um, you've seen those, right? Like when people yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah. A friend of mine, she has like a massive Edward. I think she has a massive Haruko one on her calf. Hmm. Uh, damn it! Sorry, I'm getting into a fight with my computer. Uh, uh, I think yeah, I hear you on that. I'm, b- I'm about ready to um. Contact Dell or HP myself and see what kind of a deal I can get on a new laptop. But you, you've seen the pictures I took from Magfest. There was yeah. this uh, King Hippo cosplayer who was just one of the most awesome things I'd seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he had like a flesh-colored shirt on, had the pink boxing gloves. Mm. He didn't have the manhole cover taped over his stomach like he did. F- like for a punch out Wii, the uh, challenge mode, and one Mario cosplayer I've seen. Mm-hmm. Like, you remember how we looked in Super Mario Brothers, like the original one? What do you mean? The brown shirt and the red overalls. Okay, that was like so, I think that was the original Mario. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Someone cosplayed as that during Magfest. Hmm. And you know whether that just the missile. A miscellaneous, uh, you know, cut. I'm sorry, I forgot where I was going, but I just say I had, I saw a lot of good cosplay, but I'd be here all night trying to explain mm-hmm. my favorites and going through all my stuff. Well, for me, it's kind of far and few that that particular cosplays can kind of stand out. If it stands out, that usually means that, you know, I did a photo shoot, you know? Mm-hmm. And even then some. I can actually think of three that kind of stands out. From AWA, there was a Tayo Kaka cosplayer. That she was in total character. Me and um, DJ Jani, we were hanging out with her for like about an hour and some change. Uh, hopefully she found her photo that I posted. So, you know, that would be cool. Um, second one was the dark lady from anime next because it was just, it, it, it just, I just thought it was really awesome because everyone wants to bitch and moan about plus size cosplayers. Me personally, I don't have an issue with it. If you pull it off, you pull it off. If you don't try again next time, I thought hers was pretty flawless. And my third pick would have to be Pinkie Pie from Comic-Con. Oddly enough, if I'm not mistaken, I am probably friends with all three. No, uh, only two of them. And I've known her for a while. It, what it was, it was just that when she smiles at Pink, as Pinkie Pie, it, it just hit it. It just nailed it. Plus the fact that her her pet, her stuffed uh, plush, her stuffed gummy plush, she actually used an alligator clip to keep, to keep him attached to her. That was also very points for innovation right there. Cool. Yep. 
there's something wrong with me when I I take delight in seeing professional wrestling cosplay than uh, mm. some anime cosplay. Eh. I managed to get a picture of of two Daniel Bryan cos well, Bryan Danielson cosplayers at a <laughs> Magfest, and one was going yes, 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 and the other one was going no, no, no. <laughs> What about you, Mako Chan? Um, I'm trying to think back. There was a lot of really good cosplay, and then there was a lot of really shit cosplay. Mm-hmm. And then there's a lot of cosplay that they just need to go away. Homestuck. Yes. Yeah. I I I think the general consensus is that. The majority of Congoers are hating Homestuck. See, my whole thing with that is I don't care they dress up like that. I don't even care that half the convention happens to be Homestuck. I care about their freaking attitudes. There you go. When when they start um, invading panels, when they give hey, you attitude yes. for one – yeah, that's that's what Homestuck started out as. It started out as a couple of people, and they just invaded panels and caused chaos. Um, so they're basically being massive trolls. Yeah, through the years, mm-hmm. that trolling, they haven't gone to that point. There's just so many of them now that they start running around the convention blocking people getting in people's way um playing games in the middle of walkways and not just not giving a shit yeah it's you know you know how every fandom has like that five percent you just want to kill yep you grab all that five percent which gives you the 95 percent that's your home stock and you got five percent of them that are actually the chill people and those, and I actually know a couple of people that are chill, but they know I I don't like it. And you're, I don't like their attitudes and how they carry themselves. There was a whole row of, like my friend Jamie from down south, she went table flipping on this hybrid crossplays. Sailor Moon meets Homestuck. There was a whole troop of them at Comic Con. Oh. I wanted to take a, I asked to take a picture. They cop such a fucking attitude. I was like, you know. Fuck you. Cosplay is like meta cosplay is only fun when it's someone as Deadpool dressing up as somebody else. Yeah. Dead yeah, Pie or Pinky Pool, whatever. Pinky Pool or Thorpool. <laughs> well, Thorpool is somewhat canon. Mm. It was a fake copy of Jonier, but that didn't stop Deadpool from tooling around the city with it. Point taken. Well, I will, like, as I said over the weekend, I will say this. Every fandom has their ups and their downs. I mean, like, Final Fantasy, Naruto, Bleach, Hitalia, Vocaloid, Resident Evil, Team Fortress 2. Each got this big thing of popularity and it'll go. It'll pass. 
the popularity usually because maybe a particular game that series or the anime got really popular and everyone just jumped onto it. I understand that. And you know what? It'll pass. With Homestuck, it'll pass. Just like a... Like Not just, fast enough. I know. Just like an ulcer, it will pass. Just like kidney stones, it will pass. I'll but it'll be a very painful and excruciating process. Correct. Now we talk about the cons, our picks and our our, our picks and our misses. You okay over there, Mako? Yeah, that's good. Because I don't have the time nor the energy to go to hire a new Mako-chan. Oh, shut up! <laughs> and a cloneizer hey. takes forever and has an ungodly cooldown. Yeah, and besides, if I was to do a clone, her mother would demand I make Cartman instead. Yes, she would. Mm-hmm. So, all right, uh, Ari, let's talk. What, what say you about your con? What your best cons of the year, and what were the worst cons for you? Well, Otocon is always a good con for me. Mm-hmm. Even with the uh, the massive blister that formed on the bottom of my foot, I still had a really good time with that. That's good. Uh, hang on, I had to had the pictures all lined up, so I got to double check what I was doing. And here we go. Um, I enjoyed anime next. That was a, a lot of fun as well. Didn't take as many pictures as I thought I was going to, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember a whole lot from uh, Springfest, New York. That was 2012, right? Yeah, that was that was 2012. And I just realized that review is not linked on the convention reports page. I have to add that later. Hmm. Oops. Oopsie doodle. <laughs> but yeah, it's if you if I count the one I just went to, uh, Magfest would be the uh, low point mostly, you know, by default. And that was because I got sick on Saturday and. Mm-hmm. Spent most of the spent most of that day on the toilet. Don't worry, you weren't the only one that was sick that weekend. Was it from bad food or other? Reasons? I think it was bad food. Wonderful. At least I got my money back, but at what price? You know. Mm-hmm. I hear you. Mm. See. Okay. Now. Maka, what was your hit and your miss for 2012? Well, I didn't really go to a lot of my conventions being mm-hmm. out of work. Um, my favorite one, though, was PAX East. I really, really enjoyed going. Um, it was just something completely different. And even though I spent most of Saturday just sleeping, mm-hmm. um it was it just because of i guess the differences and the fact that i wasn't dealing with a bunch of tween assholes yeah it was it was really good i mean i liked anime next i liked manga next um but yeah that was that was my favorite and because i really didn't go to too many of them i didn't really have one that I didn't necessarily like. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
All right, that's right. You didn't do Katori Con last year, did you? No. Oh, okay. It was just you and me, wasn't it? Yes, it was. That reminds me, I didn't even see those other girls that I went with last year. Hmm. Eh. As always, it's for the best. Now, my con of 2012, that really stuck out for me personally, would have been PAX East, but I give it to AWA. It's like I've always said, if you do a lot of conventions in your local area, and to me, local is any convention that's within a four to six hour driving. It will do you good to go once a year to fly to a convention that's out of your way. Things will be different and you'll see how it is. And I had a lot of fun at that because I because AWA reminded me of how conventions were when they first when I started going. There wasn't really any big groups of, of cosplays. There were you had your small groups, but it wasn't like big, you know, like I expected to see a lot of panty and stocking cosplay at AWA. Actually I didn't. I saw more Sailor Moon cosplay for obvious reasons, you know, because of my homegirls at LCM. But I did see a lot of old school cosplays. I saw there was a female Ryoga running around. That was pretty cool. There was another black Ranma running around. People thought it was me. Copyright (laughs) infringement. Gimmick infringement, you mean. (laughs) Anyway, go on. Um, there was a Sasami, an Ayaka, and a real Hoki running around. I mean, that was pretty cool. Now, as for cons that, not so much, I'd have to give it to the convent, the college convention cons. It's like as if you go to a con, you have this great idea. You tell your anime club, and you put it together, and you're missing so much shit. Now, the only reason... I would never put KatoriCon on this type on this list, only because the three buildings that the convention is in is within a two-minute... It's like you can walk to each building at least once within a five-minute time limit, at least, walking at a normal yeah, pace. Yeah, the doors are right across from each other. Yes. And they had signage. That's a sh- that really had me going. Castle Point. Well, everything is is right there, but it'll take you maybe about close to fifteen minutes because you're up a hill. You have the one campus, and you got to go down this hill to another large building, and then there's like another building in between the two for other events. And it was it's my main beef is the fact that there is. No signage to let you know where anything is. And whatever signage that there was around was just handwritten in a pen or pencil, which kind of got destroyed. Especially since that uh, Castle Point, it was in the rain. So hopefully they will learn their lesson. Now, I would also give a couple points down to uh, Springfest. But I, only the main my main issue was the fact that in that one building, the the rooms were so far spread, you know? And I talked to one of the coordinators. If you're going to have it in two buildings, have your main events building and everything else 
at least on one floor. Uh-huh. In the main building, it was like, you had first floor, which had maid cafe and dealer's room, another floor for panels, and another floor for panels, and outside in the other building was the main event. So I was like, ugh. And because it's local, I will definitely um, be there for it. Yeah, support your local convention. Mm-hmm. Get... Yeah. Another one that was good was BronyCon was fun. That was fun. That con gave, reminded me of like what it was like when I first got into the fandom and going to conventions. I didn't actually get into BronyCon. Well, I would send you down to the next one, but you might... You might find Pinkie Pie's cannon and loaded with real with real bullets. Yeah, I'm yeah, not gonna happen. Can't say I don't blame you. Anyway, the next one is I'm I'm not yeah, just not. Say what now? I said yeah, it's just not gonna happen. Yeah. I wanted to do go to BronyCon, but it is too fucking close to Otakon. And there is talk of a bunch of us going up to Boston and having our own anti-BronyCon. Because one of my friends is really pissed about not being able to go. Can't say I don't blame her. You know, anti-cons, that, that's just another ter- term for hanging out with a bunch of friends for the weekend. Say what? I think you, like, anti-cons, it just sounds like you're just ha- an excuse to hang out with your friends for the weekend. Friend-con, that's what you call it. Oh. Like, didn't you do that once for Otakon? No, I did anti-Otakon, because I felt really burnt out. Oh. But, in case no one has, in case anyone hasn't heard yet, Otakon 2013 will be my last. As much as I like large conventions and so forth, I just feel like I'm kind of done with that. I kind of want to do other conventions, other smaller ones. Kind of spread myself out. I have a nice list of cons for this year. I have a feeling I'm going to probably be dropping two of those. Just depends on how I feel. Yeah, I wanted to get to uh, some of the um, more travel-worthy conventions and... Just with money being the way it is, mm-hmm. even if I have a job, it's just too damn expensive to go to all of them. Yeah, I know. I think for the I think for the staff, I think our big cons will be PAX East, Big Apple Pony Con because I'll be we have a we have a splinter group going to that, and amazement, anime next. Nauticons. I think that will be like non-con reviewed. I think that used to be all personal. And I believe Gobblecon. I think those are going to be our big ones that we're going to be, that we're really going to do. And Sans uh, and Amazement. Those are pretty much local conven- local cons for us. Yeah, for the most part. Yep. I wouldn't mind going to one like in the Midwest or in the Southwest somewhere. Because I have friends out in those areas. Be nice to drop in on them. Hey, if you see some out there, if I can get you, a, if I can get you press and the cover it, hey, go for it. Yeah, like I said, uh, well, it all comes down to being a financial issue. 
Oh, oh, I I understand. Believe you me. I mean, I have a new car and all, but I'm pretty sure I don't want to drive all the way out there. It, and, but the plane rides won't be any better. Uh, I'll tell you this. When I went to um, Yomacon, my flight was only 115 bucks round trip. Came huh. out to 200 with uh, with my luggage because I had to pay to, to stow it. But, you know, but still, that's pretty damn cheap. What did you use to get to it? Um, Spirit Airlines. I mean, what uh, travel site did you use? I went directly to Spirit's website because they say on their website maybe cheaper if you go directly to the airport because my ticket was one seventy five. I went directly to um JFK. It was one fifteen. Oh, cool! And I traveled during the week, but I noticed if I traveled on a weekend, price point would have been pretty much the same. Hmm. Oh, to check that. Oh, okay, it does leave from Philly. Okay. They do have some, they do have some out of Philly, yeah. Yeah, and whatever they have price out of Philly, go to go directly to the airport. It might be a little bit cheaper. Mm-hmm. All right. So, anything else we should cover that we didn't cover for twenty twelve? Not movies. that I know. Of. Oh, hmm? great movies. Okay, that's all right. What movies of twenty twelve did you like? Django Unchained. Oh yes, Wreck It Ralph. <laughs> I didn't get a, a chance to yeah. I didn't get a chance to see Django. That was on my to view list, and uh, unfortunately, I did not make it. Hmm. Yes, Wreck It Ralph was fun. Is it because of the fact that we knew one of the voice actors in the movie? Well, they have oh, all the uh, litany of old video game references. Yep. Especially yeah, stuff in the yeah. background. Mm-hmm. I think... Yeah, just, yeah. um... Yeah, knowing one of the voice actors was pretty awesome. But... And also, that considering was... He, mm-hmm. c- considering he only had two lines, that doesn't exactly make a movie, but the movie itself was... Yeah. Was pretty damn cool. Plus, he, he had a higher billing than Jim Cummings. That, that was freaking awesome. And I understand various movies that come out, people going to cosplay to it, like the Harry Potter movies, the Lord of the Ring movies. I understand that. And some of us in cosplay are like, really? But when it came to Wreck-It Ralph, everybody was doing it. Fair game. Uh-huh. Shit. I showed up at the theater dressed as Luigi. That was, that was my thing. And I think also that kind of blew some people's minds that AKB48 had a, has a song on the Wreck-It Ralph soundtrack, which is this right here. It's a theme to Sugar Rush. Oh, yeah. That needs to be a racing game. Seriously. I'm talking console racing. I'd buy it. I sure as hell will buy it. Yeah, I didn't see a lot of movies in 2012. I saw that. I saw the fourth, um, that movie with Jeremy Renner. Not Avengers, which was good. It was a good film. Personally, I felt it should have been directed by Kevin Smith, but. <laughs> Everything's directed by Kevin Smith. Yes. 
Yes, yes, it should. Um, bo- the fourth Born movie that was stupid. <laughs> it, it it was like when the movie ended. It was I had this feeling. That's it. So you're gonna give me? <sighs> that will be one movie I will not be adding to my collection. But I do plan on getting the the Born trilogy on Blu-ray and probably packing up my DVDs and sending them in Amazon for store credit. That'll be cool. All right. So, movies. Anything else we need to cover? Um, I, I can't think of anything. Neither did I. We talked about things we did, what we liked, what we didn't like. Um, predictions, anyone? I'm going to end up doing more writing. Hmm. My prediction would be a good interpretation of the new Sailor Moon anime. That's oh, my interpretation. Oh, God, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. We all are. We all are. I think after the first episode, I think this, you know how some people will watch it raw and some of those who watch it raw will wait and then wait for the fan subs? I think this is one people uh-huh. want to watch it fan subbed, I mean, raw and fan subbed. I believe that's, Twitter and Facebook is going to be blowing up that night. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, so shall we uh, take a break and wrap things up? Yep. All right. Sure. All right. There are the votes, and we'll be back.
Bamut. Well, looks like from our first episode back, we were able to shake the cobwebs off out of vacation. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. See, your cobwebs will never will never leave you. That's the sad part. Nah, the spider's like the uh, space inside my head. Do you at least make him pay rent? Nah. Why do you think she's always broke? Then again, if you shake your head around you, it sounds like an empty bean rattling around. Shut up. <laughs> Stop being mean. Say what? I said Stop being mean. Yeah, can't help if the truth hurts. What you gonna do about it? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm gonna kick you. And what usually happens when you kick me? I get my ass beat. <laughs> yup. Okay. Check out our website at www.animejamsession.com. Um, hopefully by the time this episode hits the RSS feed and VOG network, the new site will be launched. I am just about done with everything. I just gotta do a couple more things, and that's it. But for some reason, you can't access our podcast from our website because it may be blocked at your job. Check us out at podcast.net, podcast.com, Podcast Alley, Yahoo Podcasts, iTunes, and Xbox Music. And if you leave a five-star review on iTunes, we'll gladly read it on the air. It's what we do, and it's what we do for fun. And please remember to support um, independent podcasters like us because we do this completely for free. Because, you know, if we were getting paid for it, our reviews would be so biased it wouldn't even be funny. And so much sponsorship. Check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash anime jam session TV, where all of the anime next videos are there with the proper volumes and everything. Oh my god, really? Yeah, really. They're done? Yes. <gasps> wow. Smart ass. Magic, I tell you. Dark magic. But anywho, I am my next up. I will be working on is Zenkai Con, then Castle Point. No, Zenkai Con, Paxis, then Castle Point. But check out our own individual YouTube pages. You can find me at YouTube.com/slash/djronmess. You can find our super producer Sailor Flair, which we should have had on this episode, but I couldn't track her down in time. YouTube.com/slash/Sailor Flair, and Ari's at. YouTube.com slash Ari22682. Check us out on Twitter.com, Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. Especially on Fridays when we do Flashback Fridays. I am trying to make sure that it gets done every Friday. But if not, if I skip a Friday, the following Friday we'll have two um, albums. Flashback Fridays is when we, or I, go into the alt, post some old convention photos. And usually it's also to see who's still out there, who still remembers this, you know? The good old times. Also, you can find us on Twitter.com. Uh, you can find me at Twitter.com slash DJ Ronmas. Uh, Sale of Flair is Twitter.com slash Make It Epic. Uh, Ari's at Twitter.com slash The Ari Man. And Mako Chan's at Twitter.com slash Giovedea. G-I-O-V-E-D-E-A. And check out our Facebook fan page. We are now up to 1,093 fans, which is pretty cool. 
it's. I can't wait till I can go. What nine thousand? I'll probably be waiting a while on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can find us at facebook.com slash anime jam session. Usually those who follow us on Twitter and Facebook we may just get the inside scoop to what's going on faster than the website. So if you have a mobile device, if you can't access from work, follow us on Twitter and Facebook. And you can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash DJ Ron Mess. This is where I'll talk about cons I've been going to, um, photo shoots I've done, work behind the scenes. I'm a cosplayer, but I focus more on production, behind-the-scenes cool stuff. And you can find Mako-chan at facebook.com slash Makoto Mako-chan Kino. Go there if you want some amazing foodie recipes. That's not my foodie recipe one. But it should be. No. Do you want to tell them? Um, my foodie recipe one is cooking with Mako-chan. <laughs> <laughs> cooking is so fun. Cooking is so fun. <laughs> da, 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 Hey. Oh, come on. You don't remember the rest of it? No, I don't. Cooking is so fun. Cooking is so fun. Now it's time to take a break and see what we have planned. Yay! Cool. It's right. <laughs> so, what are you going to do? Give him a cookie? If I had a cookie, maybe. Hmm. And don't forget to check us out on the VOG Network. Um, episodes are Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Encore presentation Thursdays at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. VOG Network, Voice of Geeks, vognetwork.com. And if you are into more geek stuff than just anime, there's World of Warcraft on WoW Wednesdays with Girls Gone WoW and Horde House. Sci-Fi on, with Pod Culture on Mondays. Um, I believe Critical Myth is also on Thursdays or Fridays. Um, check out Under Sedation Live Saturday nights at 11 p.m. No, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It gets a little crazy with Travis and uh, Jessica. And then don't forget to check out our flagship shows, Orange Launch Radio at 9 p.m. And the Bobby Blackwell Show 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Sundays. So, new year, new podcast, last words. Let's start with you, Ari. Any last words? I'm sorry, I don't have anything inspired to say. Makochan? Mm, my back hurts. Me, those buffalo wild wings. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> you could have you just left out the literally part, and we would have been just fine with the... You have no... Yeah. Hey, hey, I just said those wings. Nothing else more. I meant in the little chat before we started recording. Mm. Yeah, well, some you just have to things deal with it. are not needed to be known. Well, if you want to know what was taking me so long, because I know some people got to go to bed. Yes, I do have to go to bed. All right, so in that case, I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Nako-chan. We will see you next week with a brand new episode of Anime Jam Session. Good fight. Good night. See ya. Bye. Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight, Mako-chan. Works every time.
This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session AJS Productions. There were no fanboys or fangirls hurt, maimed, or killed during this episode. This time... The views and opinions on this show do not reflect the entire staff or network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. And if you would like a transcript of today's podcast, start typing. Visit us at AnimeJamSession.com and VOGNetwork.com for more information about the show. See you next time.